1: Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, This is Al-Fadi. Thank you so much for joining us uh, into another episode of Let Us Reason. As always, we are so thankful for you, your partnership, your prayers, and your support. Um, Believe it or not, uh, we are probably another uh, two months away uh, from hitting our uh, fifth-year Mark, basically, we will be done with five years on the air, believe it or not. We started it back in October 4th, 2014, and now uh, by the grace of God, uh, by uh, the uh, power of the Holy Spirit, by your faithfulness, your support, your partnership, look where we are today. Obviously, Some of you might be new uh, to the podcast. Maybe uh, you don't realize that you can go back and listen to all of our previous shows starting from the beginning, actually. And there are different platforms where you can do this. You can always go to our website, which is www.sirainternational.com and Sira with a C as in Charlie, by the way. C-I-R-A international.com. There is a section in there for this podcast, Let Us Reason. You click on it and uh, you can go from there. Uh, There is a previous platform that we use called SoundClouds. It has most of the uh, first at least three seasons. And then the new platform that we have, Omni Studio as well. And there is iTunes. And the other day I just did a Google check and I typed let us reason Al-Fadi and my goodness there was so many social media platforms where you can access basically our podcast so um, don't don't worry you can always listen to any of the previous episodes including the very first episode when we started it back in October 4th 2014 today, Uh, I am going to talk about a topic uh, that is related to a most recent post uh, that we had on our Facebook. And obviously, uh, whenever I do uh, any interactions on Facebook or maybe anything on YouTube, I like to always tie it to the podcast so that people can get the benefit of, for instance, if you're following me on Facebook or following some of the interactions on YouTube it brings about clarity as well uh, behind the logic why, for instance, I asked a question or what was the point behind the challenge that I raised or or what did I mean by this or that. This particular uh, post uh, that was done, um, I believe um, it was done on July uh, 1st, uh, but it's possible also that it was done on the end of June, June 30th. And uh, it has to do with uh, prayer. And uh, we titled it basically a 24-hour challenge. Uh, did Jesus pray like Muslims do? Did Jesus pray like Muslims do? And the reason why we're asking this um, has to do with the fact uh, many of our Muslim friends, unfortunately, they are fixated on the idea that Jesus prays like Muslims. And where do they get this idea from? Um, they get it actually from passages from the scripture. For instance, this particular post uh, capitalized on a comment that was made by one of our Muslim friends. And, and usually, by the way, if our Muslim friends make that, makes an outrageous claim... And obviously my ministry, just for for the sake of those who are joining us new, uh, my ministry focuses on Muslims because I myself, am a former Muslim and a follower of Christ. So my hope usually is to challenge my Muslim people and to help them think through the claim that they make. Uh, Oftentimes their claims come from Google searches or they were told this by someone and somehow they run with it without verification or without even being challenged. And also the hope is that some of these comments and posts will help those uh, who are interacting with Muslims in terms of equipping them and giving them effective tools of apologetics, for instance, and outreach. So, so this particular person, uh, again, we're not going to mention names. You can always go to uh, my Facebook page, which is alfadi.sira. I remember, again, Sira with a C as in Charlie, alfadi.sira. You go there. And you'll see that there's this challenge that we call the "Did Jesus pray like Muslims?" Uh, this person used Matthew 26:39, Matthew 26:39, and I'm going to go right now, at least, to uh, help you uh, hear what the passage, passage uh, this particular passage, is saying. So I'm going to go, for instance, to a um, the Bible Online, and we are going to go to Matthew 26. And we're going to see what the uh, passage is talking about. And I'll give you an, an idea as to why our Muslim friends assume that this particular reference to prayer that Jesus did somehow resembles that of which Muslims do. So if you go to Matthew 26 and you go to verse 39, you read the following. Actually, I'm going to read it, for instance, from verse 36. Here is Jesus' praise in Geth- Gethsemane. So he is at the garden right now, right before he is being uh, going to be captured, put on trial, and then be crucified. It says in verse 36, Matthew 26, 36, Then Jesus went with them, speaking of the certain uh, apostles, Jesus went w- with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples... Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taken with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Verse 38. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. Watch with me. And going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed saying my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as you will many times we've heard this uh, let your will be done you know we've heard this many times uh, showed the obedience of the son to the father and so on and so forth so when it says and uh, he fell on his face and prayed. Our Muslim friends immediately will say, see, that's how Muslims pray. They, uh, one of the postures during the Islamic prayer, Muslims, as you know, pray five times a day in a mosque or at home, for instance, or in an office, whatever they add, or on the street or on the sidewalk. When they pray, they go through a motion of different postures. One of it is what we call sujud, prostration, where they have the forehead on the ground and they'll be bent basically with their hands also touching the ground, their forehead touching the ground. Their back is arched basically and supported by their, um, you know, thighs and knee. Uh, Lifted up, basically. So you have a posture that almost looks like a, uh, almost like a, a part of an S letter. You look at the S letter and o- only the top part of the S. You know where the the beginning of the S, the tip is the head, and then you start going up, basically. That's the arching of the back, and then the buttocks, basically, come down to the thighs, to the knee, supported on the ground, and then the shin. Parallel to the ground with their feet and their toes uh, bent, basically facing forward. Nevertheless, that's how Muslims pray. So when they read something like this, they see, look, Jesus prays like Muslims. Okay, well, let's take this argument at face value and let's start with logical fallacies that are being mentioned here. First of all, how will Jesus pray like Muslims when Jesus actually lived? on earth as the word of God in the flesh, as God incarnate, almost 600 plus years before the coming of Islam. That's number one. In fact, our Muslim friends need to be very careful what they wish for, because if they claim something like this, as if they're saying Islam borrowed a form of prayer from Jesus, you cannot borrow the form of prayer from Jesus and ignore Jesus's teachings. You can't, you know, you can't just... Bake your cake and eat it too. You know, you have to really, uh, uh, you know, take the whole package. That's number one. Number two, I want to find a single Muslim, just one Muslim on the face of this earth who is really honest about their own teaching according to the Quran and according to the teaching of the Prophet of Islam in the Hadith, who would agree with the way Jesus prayed in this particular incident. Listen to how Jesus prayed. Once again, if you're tuning in, this is Let Us Reason. I'm your, uh, your host, Al-Fadi. And we're talking about the claim that Muslims make that Jesus prayed like Muslims. And one of the examples they use come from Matthew 26, verse 39. And I'm going to read it again in verse 39. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed. So they say, look, fell on his face and prayed. That's how Muslims pray. But look what happens after that. You see, this is a classic example of taking things out of context and never, ever putting it within the whole context. When he prayed this way, he prayed saying, my father. Now show me a single Muslim who agrees that God can be called a father. Just a single Muslim Who would agree that God can be called a father? In fact, if we do a simple search and we say, can Allah be called a father in the Quran? And I'm typing it right now. Let's see what pops up. Is Allah called the father? And how can we know God as our father? Or another question popped up says, why can't Allah be a father? This is an Islamic website called Islam.com, and let's see the reference here. In chapter 19, verse 35 of the Quran, in chapter 19, verse 35 of the Quran, we read the following. It isn't befitting for Allah to take a son. Exalted is he. When he decrees an affair, he only says to it, be, and it is. In other words, the God of Islam says, I don't have a son. I don't know where you're coming up with these ideas that I have a son. If God doesn't have a son, by the way, then God cannot be called the father. So that's a fair argument. This is according to the teaching of Islam. Let's go to another link and see what else did it say. Is Allah called father? And uh, this, you know, you go, for instance, to many references in the uh, uh, basically the Bible where God is called a father. Yet in the Quran, the Quran teaches that Allah is mighty. In Quran chapter 3, verse 6, most holy. Quran chapter 59, verse 23. But does not mention Allah in a familial type relationship. In other words, he is not a father to any. He is not a father to any. Any. compare this now to the God of the Bible, the God of the Bible, our Lord Jesus Christ taught us how to pray in Matthew 6, 9. He says, pray this way. Our father. Okay, folks, did you see or catch what Jesus says? He didn't say pray my father in a singular. No, our father in a plural. What does that say? That means that God has a large heavenly family every time any of us will be saved according to John 1, verse 12, the gospel of John 1, verse 12, we read, but to all who did receive him, meaning Jesus, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You see, every time someone is born again, they become a child of God. And therefore, when we pray our father, that includes all of us, past, present, and also will include future believers in Christ as well so the way jesus taught always used father and the bible teaches that god is called the father jesus declaring i am the way the truth and the, and the life no one comes to who god no no one comes to the father except through me or except by me why because jesus came to fix a relationship You're not going to God. You're going to your heavenly father whom you were separated from because of sin. You see, our God in the scripture is a relational God. Nowhere that you would find such a reference, basically, in the Bible. Nowhere. Look at Romans chapter 8, verses 16 to 17. Speaking of the spirit, the Holy Spirit says the spirit himself, the Holy Spirit here, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, that's our own human spirit, that we are, what? Children of God, okay? And if children, then heirs. Heirs of who? Of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Notice, it's a family. It is not, you're not in isolation. Our God is called our Father. In First John 3, verses 1 to 2, we read this. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. This is a confirmation to us. The reason why the world, he says, does not know us, this is 1 John 3, 1 to 2, the apostle John is saying the reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him, Okay. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. Notice, I mean, it's extremely crucial to note that the Bible teaches that God is our Father. Yet, our Muslim friends, somehow, they pick and choose. They pick and choose Portions of what the Bible basically teaches, and they ignore the rest of the stuff that is mentioned in the Bible. For instance, the very same prayer that they said, Look, Jesus is praying like a Muslim, totally overlooked the fact that God is being called the Father because our Lord Jesus Christ was praying to Him and saying, uh, uh you know uh my father and i know no muslim in the right mind is going to agree to call allah a father because that flies in the face of their own teaching and any muslim who really is genuine uh who is uh, definitely following the teaching of islam the teaching of the quran uh in no way is going to accept the fact that allah is called a father for instance if we go to an article on answering Islam and the article is titled uh, and and the website is called answering-islam.org to be specific. The article is titled Islam has no father. Islam has no father. Okay? And that's extremely important. For instance, look at some of the teachings of the prophet of Islam. I heard the prophet saying, do not exaggerate in praising me As the Christians praise the son of Mary, for I am only a slave, so call me the slave of Allah and his apostle. In other words, I'm not the son of God, okay? So God is not my father. Do not exaggerate things like this, because if you are going to do so, you're going to violate the teachings of God. The God of Islam supposedly have 99 names. Not a single one of them is called the father, okay? Not a single one of them called the father. And uh, uh, there is nothing like male Allah or female Allah, okay? Uh, this is a comment of a Muslim website saying there is no such thing as a male Allah or a female Allah. Allah has no gender. If you And we agree. If you add the word father to God, it becomes Godfather. And Godfather means someone who is a guardian. There is no word like Allah, Abba, or Allah, Father in the Quran. Okay, well, God, you know, because he loves us, sent his son and took on the form of a man to model for us what's it like to live a godly life. And that's the most important thing that we have to uh, talk about. So let us go back now again to this particular claim that could it be that Jesus has prayed basically like a Muslim? Of course not. Just the prayer itself indicate immediately that he did not. The other interesting thing, by the way, Muslims pray whenever it's prayer time, by the way. They all pray together. You're not going to find someone sitting and someone is not. If you want to pray, you all pray together. And who is it better than Jesus to lead a prayer, technically speaking? Here is his disciples with him. What did he tell them? He said, so could you not watch, I mean, uh, he's saying, my soul is very sorrowful, even to that, remain here and watch, okay? He wanted them to stay, and then he went to pray. Now, there is more than one, there's three of them. He could have taken at least two and left one, because I know what Muslims will say, oh, uh, they were watching for somebody to come in. I get it, but there were three of them. It wasn't one only. He could have taken one of them at least. Wouldn't this be, been a better way for him to teach the future apostles the posture of prayer so that they know how to teach their own later on? Right? I mean, why wouldn't he do something like this? Because that wasn't his intent. By the way, Jesus prayed in a variety of ways. Jesus prayed in a variety of ways. For instance, you know, uh, you look at, um, in 1 Kings uh, 8, 54, or Daniel 16, or... Acts seven sixty or Acts twenty thirty six or Ephesians three fourteen or Philippians two verses nine to eleven, we are taught that prayer could be done by kneeling. Okay? In Second Chronicles twenty five, it teaches that prayer could be done by standing. In Revelation seven eleven or Joshua five fourteen or Numbers sixteen twenty two or Numbers twenty verse six, you pray face down. Sometimes you pray with your hands raised, okay, in Psalms 134, verse 2, or Psalm 141, uh, verse 2. All of those are different ways to pray. So there isn't a specific prayer. Even Jesus, when he was asked, teach us how to pray, he says, this is how we pray. Our Father, who is art in heaven. He didn't say, oh, wait a minute, you know, let's go and do ablution, and let's find a clean place on the ground, let's put a rug, let's face in one direction— Uh, follow my example, do these postures and movements. I'll be standing, I'll be kneeling, I'll be going down, sujood, basically. I'll be sitting down, and then I'll do the uh, final salutation when I'm done. None of that. That's how Islam uh, basically dictates that prayer is done. But none of this basically is done uh, according to the teaching of the Bible, nor that Jesus ever prayed in one specific posture, in one specific location or face in a direction or at specific times. I mean, let's ask our Muslim friends. Our Muslim friends, if they're honest with themselves, they will tell you that prayers are done on specific times. You pray at specific times. You don't just pray just like that and you decide when uh, you know to pray. No, you have to pray at specific times. So usually... Muslims have five times of prayers and each prayer has a specific name and it's done at a specific time and you do specific rituals. So with that in mind, I'd like to continue this discussion on our part two of this topic because I want to give it its due diligence and we are approaching the end of this episode. So we get the idea that Jesus obviously was in praying an Islamic prayer, given the fact that he When he prayed, he was using things that contradict the teaching of Islam. He preceded the coming of Islam, nor that he followed the module of Islam in terms of facing a direction, praying in certain ways, and having others follow his example or join him in prayer as group in a corporal prayer. We will continue this discussion next week because this is extremely important. I'll show you also that Islam makes claims about Jesus, but yet the Quran itself failed to show us anything in relationship to the prayer that these Muslim friends are talking about. With that said, thank you so much for joining us. We encourage you, of course, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sira International, and go to our website also, SiraInternational.com, to listen to our uh, podcast, Let Us Reason. And until we meet again, have a blessed day.